on this week's show, we have our first special guest. It's uh, Programme Editor Dan. So uh, here's what him and I caught up with today uh, on the Cuckoo's Cast. Hey Dan, you all right? Yeah, I'm all right. How are you? Not too bad, not too bad. Um, should we jump straight in? We can do, yeah. Perfect. Right, so um, I suppose really the best place to, to start with would be um, results-wise last weekend, another uh, another toughie, another tough one to take. Definitely, yeah. It's been a rough start, that's for sure, so far. Yeah, and I don't know what seems to have, how we've gone from and Davin to, um, to the lows of... Coalfield. Do you think it's like a split home and away? Do you think we're like a Jekyll and Hyde side in that sort of respect? I think since we got promoted to step four, there's always been that sort of home and away split, at least in part, because obviously not all the players can always do the travelling, especially in midweek. Yeah, it's so much worse in that regard. But I do think part of it's just in unstable, inconsistent squad player availability. And I'm sure, I'm sure we do get some help from our 3D surface at home, of course. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I suppose like making the drove of Fortress is a challenge as well in some ways, isn't it? Because there's not a massive crowd that, that goes with with that. We'll probably come on to the, to the home crowd. But in terms of away, do you think there's also a split between when the lone players from able to play when they're not and whether or not PSL would prefer them to play? travel not midweek away games yeah that the PSL loan players thing is definitely another issue we have like I think that's part of why we haven't done as well since for example Spaldings we haven't had Josh Mormon back at all since that game and obviously that yeah. instability of those players being available really doesn't help in getting a stable team and building any momentum together 100% a big news this week is the fact season with us Michael Frew's going to a different team and I think I think whatever the question is about who plays up front with Tom Wormsley the answer you know Michael Frew felt like he would have been the answer definitely but not much we can do not much we can do there he's not available if he wants to go somewhere else then that's just the reality isn't it unfortunately sadly what what the week then Cambridge City. And you, sorry, you're cut. You're cut. Crying out, I don't know if it's internet or well, but I didn't catch half of that. Dang, what do you think? This weekend. This weekend or last weekend? Oh, Corby. this weekend. Yeah. Corby doesn't seem to have been as strong as they'd usually be so far this year, but it's still going to be a tough one because they'll bring their usual big numbers down. And they're an experienced side. We just gotta make the most of it really and try and get something on the board. Yeah, and if we beat them nine ten game season it'd be a good start. Which I think is a fair assessment, because they're twelfth and we're fifteenth. Yeah. Certainly would not have expected to be above them. But 
as I say, they haven't started anywhere near as well as I thought they would have done. So maybe they've been affected by the move as well. And I suppose you would look at Wisbech aren't doing great. Um, I think we need a win though, don't we? I think we agree on that. We need to buy a win from... Yeah, because I've noticed the teams below us have started picking up little wins here and there. And so while we have we are above that dangerous bottom four currently, we need more points on the board to stay there because it's not going to last otherwise. And as well, they've got, you know... <laughs> they were on zero points till they played us. They beat us and they've snagged another win since that, that win has... Their point beyond being you know, cut adrift at the bottom. Yeah, I'm, that's why I'm concerned that at the end of the season we could look back on that defeat to Wisbeach as a really big result because I feel I feel like Wisbeach are going to be no disrespect to them, but I feel like they're going to be one of those bottom four come the end, and we we need to finish above them. And so losing that game could prove big, is my worry. And they've signed five players this week, according to the Northern Premier. They're clearly maybe if they've lost to keep our money in. Now we're going down. Now, like, okay. So it's been a bit of money. Yep. Right, man. Hmm. Um, so, touch briefly on and what we can do in the drive. A fortress, and it's a question that's bugged me for decades. Come to they're in the village and even with Hampton close close by. What some people call it a match day experience, don't you phrase? But traveling, you do a hopping. What have you seen at the grounds that, that make you think, well, oh, we could do that at the drove? And, and is there anything? Um, I think one of the big things that could definitely help to a degree is. I think it's just adver the first thing, of course, is advertising. Like outside of games, there needs to be a lot more going on with that. Like we're very, but obviously us two, we try and get stuff on the website and social media and stuff. But it's still compared to a lot of clubs, very inactive, a very inconsistent release of content. Whereas other clubs are constantly on social media, keeping stuff promoted and keeping engaged with the modern football going audience. When you're actually at the game, however, I'm not sure. There's not that many things that stand out, really. It's kind of like, once you get people in, you want them to just enjoy the day, really. Get a, friend, get a friendly welcome, get some decent banter going, and then get the results on the pitch. It's a bit of a thing. Just, you said, we're, we're winning. We're not losing side of We're generally much better at home than... Uh, that would boost it. And they'll probably bring two. And we'll, we'll have, you know, sort of 60. So that does, do you think that puts pressure on team? You get a bigger thing that it feels like an award. I think the fact that we get those big crowds specifically when we play a big team bringing their big numbers, that's always going to put the pressure on because all the atmosphere is going to be in favour of the away team. Like, we or we don't get the kind of home crowds to build an atmosphere and really get behind the lads from from the crowd, especially yeah. with, especially with the young squad we now have. They probably need that sort of 
support cheering them on, getting them going a bit when things are looking a bit down on the pitch. And it's hard to compete with that when Corby ring 200 down or what have you. I suppose the Bedford game. Well, like the only one we actually lost at home last year, and it was probably the only one where there was a big away following that came over. I think so. I think when we played Grantham in the trophy as well, they brought a big crowd there, but we didn't yeah. get any of the big home games in what little we did get of last season. Like we didn't get Hales Owen or Corby or any of those sort of teams. Mm. No. Interesting. Interesting question, and I suppose it's one. You know, if I can get the manager to have a chat with him about, about what he wants and expects, because I'm sure they don't, you know, with the greatest amount of love to the, the fans that we've got, there's quite a lot of old. So it's, um, they're not going to be getting, and you know, they're not going to be hanging off the, the, the chain fence behind the in a flat. Which is a bit of a worry. We need uh, we need a bit of atmos. Um, okay, so in, in terms of like the broadening it out to the season, then what, what what's your what's your hope? What's your hope? Get, not not a prediction. I'm not going to hold you to it. But what what would you hope happens? At this point, I'm just hoping we can stay out of that bottom four, keep ourselves at this level for another season. You know, st- stabilize and just start getting a platform to build on again after we've lost two seasons because of COVID. Just start. Yeah. Building something on the pitch again and getting going. I think the worst thing would be to go down and have to rebuild all over again. Yeah. Yeah, because the UCL is a tougher league than when we came out of it, I think. Certainly now that they've shifted it to the regional divisions, players are probably it's probably a lot more competitive travelling wise and everything. Yeah. In terms of play, who so far do you think has probably been the one the one out of the, you know, the Butterworths, the Charlie Johnsons, that kind of stuff, the Sam Bennett's, who's been the one do you think we've probably missed the most this summer? Who left this summer? That's a tough one. It's so hard to judge just the one specific, especially because so many have gone by. I mean, I know Butterworth would probably be the one every, most people would be like, oh, he's the one we'd have missed the most. But I honestly think Bennett on the wing, because... We just don't have much. We have creativity on the wings, don't get me wrong, but the end product we're getting in those areas is just really not helping Tom in the middle at all. But I do you like think that's uh, when Sparrow's back in the side? If he's if he's anything like when he was last here, I think that will definitely help because he had the pace to take people on, get past them, and he knew how to get the ball perfectly into Tom in the middle as well. I think that will definitely help, but in the meantime, we're a bit stuck in that regard. And obviously, Tom can't do it all himself. No, no, and I think he's a phenomenal. I think he's probably the most underrated player we've had for years. Warmsley, I really like him. He runs through brick walls every game. That's for sure. Mm. Yeah, and we just got to hope that you know the side don't get demoralised. They've taken a, and we just hope get together. I suppose depending on each other. And on the manager, and um, topic, but a bit of there was a bit, bit of, of, of not valid criticism, but a bit of almost a, in the way that you know, my view is that firms and, and bogs for the budget they have, the support they get, they 
what 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 do you think they, the start of the season does warrant a bit of criticism or 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 a bit of you know something to address they've earned the right to um, to, to carry on without being challenged because of what they've achieved i think it's fair to say a bit of both it's like on the one hand yes we have to ultimately accept our budget is small for this level we have to make do with what we can get the the young lads or balonies we have to we have to work with what we can but i do still think it's fair to say that some of the performances have not been good enough loughborough away in particular was a disaster and i think it's mm-hmm. i think it's right and fair to say that while also acknowledging that we do have very distinct limitations budget wise personnel wise and all sorts that we have to work within the confines of yeah, 100%. 100%. And I suppose with the reserve side being um, the previous seasons with some modification, it's a lot to learn for them, those under 18s, when they're called on by the first, even to sit on the bench, is a lot different. At not- Would have been at use, isn't it? It's a, it's a big, big old jump game from the <laughs> level up. That's no, for sure. But I have liked the look of a couple of the younger lads that have started to come through. Like Lewis Bourne, I've been impressed with. He's very very clearly got a footballing brain in there. Just perhaps, obviously, as all these young lads do, he needs to bulk up a bit. But that'll yeah. come in time. And I've also yeah, been do you think the assist, the assist for the Wormsley Wonder goal against Shep Shep, do you think? Oh, definitely. That's the kind of thing I've loved the look of him from him so far. Is that You can clearly see there's a lot of footballing intelligence in there and skill. It just needs to have moments like that happen to build the confidence and belief that he can do it at this level. So it's, not, it's not quite as big maybe, as, uh, as the internet would suggest. There is hope. There is hope. There's just there's there's still work. And I besides, I always think we always start the season fairly well. We know we haven't had a good start to a season for a good few years now. It's usually we hit the new year and then we start to build a bit of a head of steam for the second half of the season. Yeah. So I'm not panicking at this stage because we never start well. It has just been a little bit worse than I thought it would be, though, I will say. Yeah. No, there's points that you think maybe. Bad and fair, isn't it? That you always the ones that, the ones that got away. And like you said, we just come back to <laughs> Definitely cool. Right. Well, it's about fifteen, about fifteen minutes, which is great. Um, so, yeah, thanks very much, Dan, for uh, for joining me. Massive thanks to uh, Dan for joining me. Um, hopefully, um, we'll have another guest uh, next time, um, or Dan could be back. Um, So let's see how it goes this weekend uh, against Corby and Cambridge and we'll chat to you after that.